We are continuing today, actually, Amir Tashem, concluding today, Parak Yotas, chapter 19 of Mesilasa So here again, according to Gemara from Masechas Yuma, that says that the, the Malach Gavriel, Gavriel is one of the major Malach, one of the major angels, was only able to enter into the close proximity, literally behind the curtain, to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, after he was able to defend Klal Yisrael. Remember again, the Ramchal is going with the idea that the job of the Chassid is to go ahead and look out for the benefit of the Klal. Tovas Hadar. The Chassid has to be hyper-focused on this idea that what he does doesn't just impact him, but he has to recognize that it is his obligation to lift up the entire Klal along with him. And now the Ramchal says something beautiful. One of my favorite lines in the entire Sefer. Hashem only loves someone who loves Klal Yisrael. Hashem only loves someone who loves Klal Yisrael. And the more that a person amplifies his love for the Klal, HaKadosh Baruch Hu ultimately again amplifies his love for that individual. These become the true shepherds of Klal Yisrael. This is beautiful. The true chassid is the one, is the one ultimately again, who loves Klal Yisrael. And as a result of his love for Klal Yisrael, he amplifies HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for Klal Yisrael. He amplifies HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for himself. And the chassid is always worried about the welfare of the Klal. Just like a shepherd is always worried with the welfare of the flock. And the chassid is always willing to stand up for Klal Yisrael. And in difficult times, to daven and to advocate on behalf of the Klal, to open up the gates of blessing. To what can this be compared? Now here, what Ramchal is describing is this dynamic, that Hashem loves those who love Klal Yisrael. To what can this be compared? So he gives such a beautiful but simple mashal. Who does a, fa- a father, when a father sees that someone loves his son, right? I have, I, have, I have children, Baruch Hashem. When I see that someone displays love towards my child, I love that person. I love that person because that person is displaying love. My child is the most important thing to me in this world. And when someone displays love towards my child, I love that person. So that Amchal says it's the same idea. It's the same idea of who, that, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that I love Klal Yisrael, if I love Jews, then I'm loving HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children. And when you love the children, the Father loves you as well. So beautiful. Here he's quoting the Gemara where the Gemara explains, or the Torah explains, that a person who kills someone accidentally is sent to the Ir Mikla, to the city of refuge. And where does he remain? I'm sorry, how long does he remain there? Until the death of the coin Gadol. What does the death of the coin Gadol have to do with the accidental killer? It's very simple. The Gemara says, because the coin Gadol should have davened harder for his generation, that they should be spared from these type of misfortunes. So it's incredible. So you see that a Baruch who sees the accidental death almost somehow 
as the responsibility of the Kohen Gadol himself. Because that's the job of a Kohen Gadol. That's the job of a Chosid. That's the job of someone who strives for personal piety to be preoccupied with the welfare of the Klal. The Chayin Amru, who gavra da'achle aryeh, so the ones the Gemara tells in a story that there was once a guy who was eaten by a lion, and this was at a three parsa distance, a significant distance from the home of Rabbi Yosheb Levi. And Eliyahu Navi, who apparently used to regularly converse with Rabbi Yosheb Levi, didn't appear to Rabbi Yosheb Levi for three days. And why didn't he appear to Rabbi Yosheb Levi? Because it was felt the fact that this guy was eaten by a lion in close enough proximity to Rabbi Yoshua Levi was considered to be an indictment of Rabbi Yoshua Levi. Had you been a greater advocate for the Klal, such terrible things would not happen on your watch. What do you see from here? From here you see the obligation that a chassid has to advocate, to advocate, to plead, to daven, to lift up the memories of his generation. So now that Ramchal says at this point, we have concluded a very long chapter in, in Musiyah Sasharim, we have concluded Parakutas, and now that Ramchal says, what have we accomplished? We've outlined the general parameters of Chasidus. General parameters. The details, you know, we often say the devil's in the details. It's not the devil, the Ribbon Shalom is in the details. Kedusha is in the details. So now that we've outlined the general parameters of Chasidus, it is up to us now to delve into the details. Now he says the details are lent, it's given over to every thinking person, to every person of pure heart. To conduct himself, to figure out his personal pathway in piety according to the principles that we've espoused, called davar beito, everything in its right time. Now the truth is, this last line is going to make a lot more sense when we get to the next parak. Because as we're going to see Timar Mir when we have the schos to begin. Parakhov chapter 20, Mesilas Yisharim. So what we're going to see is how one has to be logical and thoughtful in how they actualize their personal chasidos. And that's kind of the lead-in. Salam Chal says, I've given you the general parameters. I've given you the framework. Now a person's going to have to use their judgment. A person's going to have to use their seichel in order to figure out what is true chasidos and what is not. Mazel tov on completing Parakites. And Emirat Hashem, looking forward to beginning Parakhov tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.